Midway USA brand product designers have one straightforward goal. Develop high-quality, technically sound products and deliver them to customers at reasonable prices. If you are immersed in the shooting sports industry and pay close attention to every single detail, you know our products are built right and stand up to everyday use. Who has shooting mats and range bag systems to hunting clothing and just about everything for the outdoors? Log on and shop 24-7 with super fast shipping. MidwayUSA.com Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This segment is brought to you by Jigmaster Jigs. When in doubt, get the jig out. Go to jigmasters.com and use promo code PNF20 and save 20% off your next jig order today. Welcome to the Paddle and Fin Podcast Network. This is the final cast segment with your hosts, Brad Hicks and Josh Eldridge, where we cast our final opinions on all products good and bad. Welcome to the final cast. You're listening to the final cast on the Paddle and Finn Podcast Network. I'm your host, Brad. In the house is Jimmy again. What's up, man? I'm just I'm just claiming the spot for now. It's just when when Josh comes back, it's gonna be a three person show. Dude, we can do that. I'm in. I, I, I wouldn't mind it one bit. We can add uh oh my god, I just forgot his name. The guy from last week from Tackle Talk. Oh yeah, Andrew. Andrew, yeah. Let's have all four of us on. It'll just be a tackle show. Heck yeah, that'd be fun. I'm, I'm in. <laughs> well, we got a uh, cool couple, uh, cool couple of guests tonight. We're gonna be talking about their baits, their local uh, to Troy, Ohio, one five three baits. We got Kent Keller, the owner, and uh, Matthew on, Souders. He is uh, part of their pro staff. How you guys doing? Ooh-hoo. Oh, you know, Good living the dream. Yep. Um, let's start off with some introductions. Uh, start off with Kent. Let us know a little bit about you. Uh, my name is Kent Keller. I'm fairly new to the uh, podcast world, so you have to bear with me here a little bit. But, uh, uh, man, we uh, started this company uh, about six months ago. Uh, it was just a, kind of a harebrained idea. Me and the uh, my co-owner, my partner in this uh, endeavor, we're out on a boat, and we just uh, sitting here talking like, man, wouldn't it be cool to start our own bait company? And it just kind of came out of nowhere, kind of came to life. He texted me like the next day. He was like, bro, I figured it out. We can do this. And I said, okay. And we just kind of take off from there. And then uh, kind of decided that we needed, you know, I was like, hey, man, I, I know this guy. He's the, the fishing expert out of Gander. So let me go talk to him, uh, see what he thinks, what we should get into. Uh, and then just it kind of spawned from there. Pretty pretty quick turnaround time. <laughs> Talk yeah, about it one day, it. and hey, I got it. Let's do it. What? Yeah. <laughs> hey, that might have been a slight exaggeration, but you know. Hey, they know what they want, man. I like it. <laughs> hey. uh, are you in a kayak? Uh, so Me? I. No, what? can't. 
Oh, okay. I was like, what are you I, talking I am about? not in a kayak currently. Uh, Matt and John are actually, and Nick actually are trying to convince me to get in a kayak. I'm a really large man, uh, so I do have <laughs> some some reservations about a kayak. But I've been looking into them because I heard they're a lot of fun to fish out of. Yeah. You, you'd be really surprised at all the different options you have nowadays for uh, bigger guys and stuff. Uh, sure. there's, there's some pretty awesome options out there for sure. Oh yeah. Yeah, that's uh that's gonna be my next purchase when season hits again. Heck yeah. I'm looking forward an... to fishing with you guys. You got an yeah, idea which way you're going? What do you mean which way? Like what brand? You have you kind of narrowed one down? Uh, not really, honestly. Matt's kind of my go to when I say, Hey, listen, I found this one, what do you think? I'm not real well versed in the brands of kayaks right now. Um I have looked at a few that I can tell right away, like, yeah, that's a no go. So, um, you know, I need something, obviously I want to sit on top of, I don't want to sit down in them. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm too big for that junk. So, you know, I just <laughs> try to find something that's, you know, not outrageous. I seen some the other day for like three grand and I'm like, I don't know if I want to spend three grand on a kayak. So yeah, we're, we're still shopping around a little bit. That's that Hobie territory right there. That's some... Yeah. <laughs> Hobies, man. <laughs> You get up into like the five thousand dollar range with the new ones. I mean, if I'm buying a five thousand dollar kayak, I love kayak fishing. If I'm buying a five thousand dollar kayak, I'll just go get a really cheap skeeter off Facebook Marketplace. You know what I mean? That's yeah. what I feel like about the guys that are gonna buy the Apex, the tier. Yeah. Like, I mean, don't get me wrong, it's cool and it's light, but I don't know if it's twelve grand light. Well, oh, yeah, no, I mean, yeah, I saw that too. There's, I mean, you're right, it's awesome, but. I, I had the car. I had the pleasure <laughs> of getting to demo it, and it's pretty sick. But again, it's not that sick. About not, to say not for this G's. broke Southern guy. No. I say that's a. I mean, depending on which way you go, that's a cheap compact. That, that's <laughs> literally what I paid for my truck. <laughs> yeah. Same here, so, actually. That's funny. Like exactly. <laughs> yeah. So. Jeez, uh, man. More power to some people. That ain't my speed. Yeah. Matt, give us a little introduction. I know you're on Bass Kayak and Beers a few weeks ago, but yeah, more people listen much, to our show, so it's okay. I mean, that's a much better show, so it's all right. But uh, uh, so yeah, my name is Matt Souders. I uh was on Bass Kayak and uh, Beers, Bass Beers and Kayaks, whatever, a couple weeks ago. Armando is a great guy, but I'm a pro staff for One Five Three. I uh, work at Gander Outdoors as a fishing expert, and that's kind of how I met Kent kind of got him started into using soft plastics and hard baits and everything that you know wasn't alive when you put it on the hook about what did you say Kent about June I probably when the first time you came in or yeah somewhere somewhere around there maybe May yeah so that's how we kind of got linked up but uh yeah man just it's been a wild ride how quick they've gone kind of like he said he didn't over exaggerate too much it was they were going out they were going to make baits for themselves and they're like you know what we could do something with this and then like three weeks later I got pulled into that so it's been a fun ride to say the least yeah yeah it happened pretty quick man because i I remember like i was fishing all summer long then you were like hey i got a kayak hey i'm helping a bait company i'm like what the heck dude this is crazy (laughs) it kind of it kind of exploded i mean being down going from yeah this whole year fishing wise for me is kind of blown up like i've always down south when i was in the marine corps and stuff i was fishing out of boats and everything and doing boat tournaments. And then I came back up here and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to start fishing the rivers again. Like I did when I was younger and it just happened. Got a kayak and then bing, bam, boom, 
linked up with Kent, and then here we are. That's awesome, man. Heck yeah. I like it. Um, I guess we can start off by, I, I already know, but the listeners don't know, how, how you guys came up with the name and the logo. Because I, I like this story. Okay. okay, so actually, you know, John actually came up with this. Uh, for those of you that are listening that don't know, John is a co-owner of the 153 base. He's also a pastor. He's my pastor. We go you know, to the same assembly. Um, and I didn't know the story either. He, he had brought up to me, he says, what do you think about this? And I said, what's the significance of 153? Because it's just a cool number that you came up with or what? Um, he says, no, it's biblical. And I said, uh, okay, how? Basically what it is, is um, there's a story in the Bible. It talks about uh, they've been fishing all night. Peter, James, and John fishing all night. They come in, and uh, Jesus asked them, have you caught anything? They said, no. He says, shove out again, throw your nets to the other side of the boat. The amount of fish they pulled in was so much, they had to get people to come over and help them. Um, there was exactly 153 fish that they caught in their nets. And to break it all down, he did the Hebrew study or whatever, and 153 basically, to make a long story short, translated into I am God. So, you know, kind of a religious spin on it a little bit, but uh, it was a pretty cool story. So I said, yeah, I'm down with that. And as far as the logo goes, uh, we started off, uh, we just relaunched this logo yesterday, and we didn't really talk about it a whole lot, but the old logo was more of a badge-looking logo that we originally started with, and we wanted to kind of get away from it just because it kind of looked like something our grandpas would wear. So we wanted to get something a little more, you know, cutting edge, you know, something that may be a little more enticing to the eye, a little more appealing. Um, but we sell our baits. We call it the Reaper Dozen. Instead of like it's kind of a play on words of the Baker's Dozen, you know, Baker's Dozen is 13. So our packs, uh, we, we, we put them in 13 pack, uh, 13 baits in a pack, and uh, we call it the Reaper Dozen. And what we do is we put 12 of whatever color you order in the bag and then one random color. Uh, as, as the 13th bait and what that does is give you an opportunity to kind of see how two different colors swim and it kind of gives you a, ba- a way to test out or to try out a sample a different color to see if hey maybe you like that one a little bit better too enticing them to hey okay well we sell this color as well and kind of give them an opportunity to see what else is out there it's a really I nifty like idea i like that <laughs> i do too yes. and it's funny i was sitting here looking through the packs yesterday matt gave me and I was like, there's one wrong bait in this one. There's one wrong bait in that one. I'm like, Matt's an idiot. What the heck's going on? Well, well Matt is an idiot, but that was intentional. That's a good idea, guys. though. I've never heard oh, that guys. before. Yeah, I remember. No, no respect Matt's way right now. No, I get nothing, but it's okay. It's fine. I'm just here for the brains, I guess. No, I remember they came into the store. I was working one day, and he came in, and I was like, talking to him he's like yeah john was saying he's like yeah we're gonna do the reaper dozen and i was like i don't know what that is man that's weird i don't that sounds kind of creepy <laughs> and he explained it to me and i was like well that's like kind of ingenious because the first packs that i got to like try out the baits and when they first started it was just pretty much sankos so sanko style baits which were called the donkey tails five inch worm style and then some 10 inch ribbon tails and i was looking through the sankos and i had uh Oh, and the yo bugs, yeah, and I got yo some bugs. yo bugs. Yep, and it was the yo bugs. I was looking through. I had watermelon red, which is like a creature beaver style bait. I was looking through, and then there's one. It was a sunfish color, so blue sparkles with a like chartreuse lower. And I was like, man, I didn't order. I mean, this is a cool color, but I didn't get it. So I asked him. He's like, yeah, that's the reaper dozen. I was like, that's mm-hmm. cool. 
this is i mean you don't see this anywhere else so that's awesome yeah i don't i don't know if i know of any other company doing that or not no i mean as far as i know i carry most of the major companies in the store in my store and i don't i've never seen a company do a i've never seen a company very rarely in your basic packs give more than eight baits yeah and i've never seen a company give your color that you're buying plus of random color that you can try so i mean that's it's pretty cool in my good idea in my opinion yeah it is oh yeah. jimmy you was... ever seen anything like that no not at all I, I was like while he was saying that i was thinking of like the only company i could think of getting that many baits in is some of the old zoom and net bait packs according to what it was you could get you know a good bit in a pack but definitely never the multiple colors that's pretty, right. pretty we were cool we're trying to trying to just set ourselves apart a little bit in whatever way we can mm -hmm. so john had actually come up with that idea of just what can we do differently that nobody else is doing that was one of them but then trying to mark it down like we wanted to provide either more baits for the same price or more baits for a cheaper price because we had to do something to make ourselves competitive with all these big you know these big guys on the in matt's store you know mm -hmm. we're just a little we're just a little guy in, in the game now so we got to do something to you know, to make ourselves a little more enticing. Hmm. Gotcha. That's cool. All right. Are your guys' baits sold in Gander's store locally then? Not, Not yet. yet. We're, uh, we're working on it. Matt's That's Matt's working right there. Yeah. Nice. So pretty much trying to get them. Uh, my big kind of outlook since I've taken over the fishing department at Gander, because I went in as a seasonal guy, and then the day I got there, my boss was like, here's the keys, man. You have it. I was like, this is great. The first day I started. So I've pretty much kind of taken over the department, but I'm, I'm trying to put a focus on local companies and uh, try to get them in the store a little bit, just so, you know, you're not just stuck on buying, not saying anything's wrong with these baits, but stuck on buying mm -hmm. zoom and yum. And, you know, like he said, net bait or, you know, your power baits, all fine baits, but just give a variety and especially have, you know, like he said, a smaller fish in the big pond let people see who they are and, you know, kind of yeah. utilize the bait. Yeah. I know. I, I don't speak for everybody, but I know there's a lot of fishermen out there that, uh, like to buy local. They like those smaller companies and having that option inside of a big store like that's pretty cool. Whether you're just looking to stay warm during a hunt or need maximum concealment, the clothing you wear can make or break a hunt. At MidwayUSA.com, we understand hunting clothing has come a long way with more meticulously crafted camo patterns, advanced scent control technologies, and weatherproof options to withstand the elements. Hunters have to wait until their favorite season, but shouldn't wait on gear, which is why MidwayUSA offers super-fast shipping. When you're ready for your next system, log on to MidwayUSA.com. Yeah, yeah I mean, uh, we definitely. obviously obviously we really appreciate that, but we also want to give them some quality stuff to be able to throw mm -hmm. and not just be like, well, I'm supporting this small company, but the baits suck. You know, we want to be yeah. like, hey, supporting this small company, and it's actually pretty good stuff, so keep them coming back. And I can attest to it. I have the baits here. They, they're pretty quality. Um, I like to talk about the Yobug, because I've thrown that a lot, man, and that is mm -hmm. a fantastic trailer. Oh, yeah. It is. It is awesome. That's one of my favorite. At first, I was like not a huge fan of it. When I first got on my hands, I was like, man, it's a it's a big beaver tail. It's like four inches. I was like, I don't know how I feel about this. Not that it's a bad bait. I was like, eh, just for, you know, throwing it on back on a jig or something. It's just big. So I cut it down a little bit. And I remember the first time I threw it, I put on a uh, chatterbait 
with swimming around and I could just, you know, whenever you get a new bait, half the time when you put a new bait on, you're just watching it in the water four feet away from you, seeing how it looks. And I was just throwing that and those appendages, man, they were just kicking as was one of the best action I've seen out of a beaver style bait for a, a jig trailer. And they were just kicking and then two casts later got a bass on it, the first bass on it. And it hit that bait so hard that it was like, just wanted to rip it right off and it engulfed the whole thing. It wasn't just like a short strike on those things. It went out the whole act, the whole thing. So it was awesome. Yeah. And the, the, those yo, yo bugs, do you guys actually uh, do 13 uh, in those packs as well? And one yeah. off color? Yep. Yep. Everything we sell right now, with the exception of the Harvey, so any soft plastic, we do the Reaper Dozen with. Okay. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Real cool. Yeah, um, I was looking at it on the website. It looks pretty pretty interesting. Yeah, you need to check them out, dude. Uh, what, what I like about them, I told them on the live stream that we did yesterday, is... Uh, they they don't feel as dense as other baits, so I feel like the action on on the back of these appendages just work really well. Um, yeah, it might it might tear off after a couple fish or something like that, but I I, I think the action on them are pretty pretty freaking awesome. You know, honestly, outside of you know the Z Man stuff, that's kind of my opinion. Most of the plastics I've found work the best are like you say that they mm-hmm. they feel less dense. And the only downfall is that a lot of them have the tendency to fall apart a little easier, but that doesn't seem to bother me as much because it's a better bait. It's catching more fish. You know, it's kind yeah. of a trade-off, you know? And you're and getting you more can, in a pack. Exactly. Yeah, if, you can repl- if you can replace it for a cheaper price as well. Right, mm-hmm. right. Because we're not, we're not trying to, you know, rape anybody for bait. That's just, that, it's outrageous what some people charge these days. It's ridiculous. Yeah. I, oh, yeah. I've, uh, I don't know how many. How many you get in rage crawl? Like five of them. Uh, in rage crawls, you I think get seven. It's 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 seven. Yeah, it's Is seven it really? because I that was that was my go to rage crawls were my go to like flipping bait. Like when I was down south, I'd I'd throw the full size rage crawl on a like a ouncer and I'd flip with it. Or if I was up here, I'd get like the baby crawls or something. Um, but yeah, you're getting seven of them. That just like you know, he was saying that Jim was saying it's, it's really dense. They are dense, and those appendages are thick. So I'm not saying they don't get good action, but they the one that they're real lazy in the water. They're not like throwing off. If you're swimming it. It's not. It's that real big wide motion mm-hmm. um, instead of just a like a quick fast motion where it's dispersing water like it's supposed to. Um, so yeah, that's you know kind of like how he said most baits on the market, no matter what company you're going with, other than maybe Z-Man about the only real bait that because they use that last tech mm-hmm. um it's a real dense bait but it's funny you brought up z-man because we're gonna have to get you some of our ned sticks because <laughs> those things i don't know brad hasn't fished them yet but i can tell you from putting them from fishing them and putting them in a tank they will stand up a one five one fifth ounce ned head better than anything i've ever thrown and i've got about 47 z-man trd packages in a little z-man binder I don't even use anymore. Dude, uh, they feel really good. You know, you just sit there and hold the one and just wiggle it. I mean, the action, it just flops like that. I'm like, oh, this is Oh, it's, it's, it's <laughs> insane. You I'll throw it you. in the water, and it'll just float. It won't do, it awesome. just completely floats. So it pulls that head straight off the bottom to where it'll want to stick up. It almost wants to stick up and fall back a little bit because it's trying to pull it up. So, yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, I'll have to check that out. You know, not to get too far off of the the O bug, but I'm a crawl guy, and I'm looking at y'all's daddy crawl. If you want to 
You want to talk about that a little bit? I'm sorry, you broke up. What did you say? Oh, I'm sorry. The daddy girl. The daddy girl. If you wanted to yeah, talk so about the, that a little bit. So the daddy crawl is is something new that um, I didn't even know it was on the website yet. He must have just put it on there within the last couple of days. We went and fished Okeechobee uh, this past week. And um, we took a lot of our, what we call them, like prototypes, stuff that wasn't even released yet. We wanted to kind of fish them to see how well they swam because we don't want to put anything out there that we personally wouldn't fish ourselves. And uh, we, we did. I personally did not throw the daddy crawl. Our guide, our captain, he did. Uh, he used to be, he used to fish on the FLW circuit. Um, he was throwing all kinds of stuff. He was going through our bags. He did throw the daddy crawl and got smacked on it. Um, and he was absolutely impressed with it. Um, they do have a hollow body on them, That's what I thought. but hmm. but they do swim really nice. Interesting. I didn't know that. Yeah, that that hollow body. It's it kind of appeals more than just like your bass anglers. Because let's say you're wanting to use it, and you're wanting to stuff it in with uh, some scent or any like the like, right. the catfish dips or something. You can stuff it in there, and it'll hold it a little bit better. But mm-hmm. I found that you can. You can pitch them because they're four inches, and they make a smaller one that I know I was talking to John and Ken about, you know, looking at in the future. But mm-hmm. uh, the, you put it, you can flip with it. It's got it's hollow bodied, but it's got enough there to throw a hook through and not lose integrity, or it just wants to rip apart. And kind of right. the same thing. With those yo bugs, those appendages just flail. It's awesome. Yeah, the uh, that's what I was going to mention earlier. Uh, talking about the appendages, it reminds me of a twister tail. Oh yeah. What, in the water and i i i can't believe i've never thought about throwing the yoba yo bug on a chatterbait until kent said something yesterday but oh i want to go i want to go and throw it now <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. when he said that i've been trying all sorts of different trailers on chatterbait so now i'm gonna have to pick some of them up and give it a swing oh that's oh, what yeah. i said what well, i said yesterday man i've thrown the yo bug like when we first got them um we hadn't really got into terminal tackle or anything like that when we first got them i would just run them like a texas rig style and just throw them out there maybe on a football head or something and swim them and i'll be honest and i, I even told john this i was like bro i'm gonna be straight with you i hate these yo bugs straight up hate <laughs> these yo bugs and he's like man why and I, I told him i said i just don't like the way they swim however I, I couldn't catch anything on them either and then when i put it on a chatterbait uh and i swam it because when it got cold up here in ohio I mean, I wasn't catching anything, so I was like, man, I got to try something different, because I was catching them on top water all the way through October, and I put the chatterbait uh, and put the Yobug trailer on it, and that sucker would not stop moving. And I said, okay, I changed my mind. I love the Yobug. They're amazing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're, they're, they're a perfect trailer bait. I mean, like I said, you can, you can pitch and flip with them, but they excel. Throw them in the back of a, like a utility jig, football jig bounce them off the bottom because those appendages like brad said they're super thin so they wants to bring the bait up and then yeah. you throw it on the back of a chatter it's it's a fantastic trailer you just got to cut a little bit of it off so it's that little compact uh form and you're good to go yep yeah that's cool so uh you guys recently relaunched the company uh can you tell us what all that what all that entailed and sure right. so what we did was we had decided uh, when we relaunched, number one was to kind of rebrand with the logo and everything. We want to kind of give it a whole new different look. But at the same time, so when we first started out, like Matt had said, it was just we had, I think, eight colors of the Sanko style worms. I think we had six in the five inch and two in the four inch. 
And we were like, man, we can't just sell soft plastics of Senko worms. That's it. Mm. You know, we can't just appeal to one style of fisherman. We've got to really appeal to everybody out there. And, you know, because when I first got into soft plastic, that's all I did was I wacky rigged a Senko and that was it. And so I got to the point where, you know, I was like, I really like doing this, but I want to see what else is out there. So I started dabbling in top water a little bit, try to do the creature baits a little bit. And so, you know, John is, is a super, super ambitious dude. I, I'm, I wish he could be here tonight. He's a super mm-hmm. ambitious guy. Um, you know, he, he spoke last night on our live stream about, you know, Matt and, and Nick and even myself trying to rein him in a little bit because he's got these aspirations to go buy everything. And we're like, hey, well, let's just really focus <laughs> on the stuff that we can get in right now to really uh, appeal to people. So we, we went ahead and kept our website. I think we had... Uh, we had the Senkos, we had uh, probably six or seven different style of baits that we sold, uh, but we wanted to expand, but before we did that, we wanted to go and swim them ourselves. How do they work? So we went down to Okeechobee, tried out all these new baits, all these different colors. We got, um, you know, we had the paddle tails in, in the 3.8, but then uh, Matt was like, bro, you need to get these in, you know, 3.3s, so we went ahead and got some 3.3s, the daddy crawls. Um, we got these, uh, these other swim baits called fat heads. And then the, the black one that we showed you last night that we need people to help us name, mm-hmm. took all that down there, uh, all of our terminal tackle as well. And we didn't put them on the website yet. We wanted to see how this all was going to work out. Went down there. It performed phenomenally. Uh, we have a testimonial from even the, the captain was absolutely impressed. He's fishing a tournament in December and he wants us to send bait down there to him. He says, I, I need some of that on my boat. So um, when we went to relaunch, we wanted to have new stuff that appealed to a more wider variety of bass fishermen. We wanted to try and hit every angler possible that we that we could. And that we st- we don't have everything yet, but we wanted to be able to at least provide something for everybody. So that's kind of the the thought process behind the relaunch. Yeah, it's cool. It's kind of perfect timing too that we had you guys on the show right after you relaunched. And right. I, I was kind of planning that too. And I think me and Matt was planning beforehand, but then I was like, wait a minute, let's do this after. Cause I think it'd be perfect. Yeah. It's we were talking out. about doing it last week and I was like, well, cause I was all, I was like, let's just, you know, do it and get our, get it out there. So people know. And then Brad was like, well, if we wait till right after everything's launched and you'll be set ready for it. I was like, oh yeah, that makes total sense, man. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's cool though. Uh, Jimmy is a, uh, Cinco fan, aren't you? Oh yeah, Cinco's yeah, so- and paddle tails. So I'm I'm all ears. I'm de- I was like I know I keep looking down, so this is gonna be terrible like YouTube because it looks like I'm not paying attention. I promise yeah. I'm listening, but I'm I'm searching through the site looking at stuff and like making a cart. So yeah, did I, did you see how cheap these baits are? That's why I'm making a cart. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that's, that's you, literally... you got the Cinco style baits. You get thirteen in a pack, and they're three forty nine for the whole pack. That's pretty impressive. And, and I go through Cinco's, man. <laughs> we got, we got I a bunch go of them, buddy. Cinco's. <laughs> I, yeah, same thing, awesome. though. You know, I'm I'm a big Kitek guy, like with the uh, mm-hmm. swing impact, fat impact, whatever they call it. Yeah, the fat swing impact. Uh, all right, Kitek sitting right here. I haven't even used them all because ours came in when we were checking them out, and I don't even use them now. I actually want to give them away because I'm like, I like our ours swim better. And they're more durable, too, in my opinion. And I'm not just saying yeah. that because I own the thing. I'm saying it because it's true. No, yeah, no, it's no, you know, it's not a secret that the Kitex fall apart. I think, like, yeah. my saving grace with that is uh, Josh Stewart turned me on to the Mendit, 
and I keep mm-hmm. that in my boat and, you know, just one swipe amend it. And it'll just, I mean, I've used that on the uh, Mega Bass Dark Sleepers and it'll hold that broken bait onto the jig head. Yeah, like really. that stuff, not to get off subject, that stuff's amazing. No, but, I've never heard of that, honestly. Yeah, it's like yeah, $13 a bottle. It looks like a fingernail polish, like clear bottle. Mm-hmm. But like within seconds, even a wet bait, it'll dry. And like like a Mega Bass Dark Sleeper, the plastic is actually molded over the, the lead of the jig. When you rip one, it'll explode out of it like that, like it spit it up. You can yeah. slide it back over there and just dab the split in the front, and I have not ripped it again. Like it's that's insane. Crazy. Yeah, that stuff works. <laughs> Mendit awesome. Mend is again not trying to get off topic, but Mendit is the stuff. It is. Hey. It is. It that has, was thirteen dollars <laughs> well spent. That's the Maybe. joy of working at an outdoor store is because I don't have to pay that. <laughs> yeah, I'm still trying to find those friends. When I found out what Bass Pro dis- employees get discount, I was like, man, I need I need a friend. <laughs> well, unfortunately, when you were in the promised job. land, but. But if you ever moved up here, you just holler at me because Bass Pro discount pales in comparison to Gander Outdoors. <laughs> J- Jimmy, Jimmy, don't move up here. Fishing no, sucks. don't stay there. It's so much better fishing, <laughs> unless you want to go after some like monster smallmouth up north. But there's, there's, I mean, stay there. No, like I, I get jealous of Brad's fishing trips sometimes, and then I turn around and see what we pull out of like six inches of water down here, and I'm like, no, I'll yeah. stay down here. Yeah, <laughs> where are you? I, at? I mean, Alabama. Oh, yeah. Yeah, stay there. We And I'm North Alabama. I'm, like, right in the middle of the best Tennessee fishing, the best Alabama fishing. Like, I'm in the... I'm 10 minutes north of Wheeler Lake, so I'm driving distance to, like, 50 places. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. awesome. Say, yeah. Don't ever come here, because there's... It, this is how you look at it, and I was on... When I was on Armando's show, it was the same thing. It's like, you can go down there, and you'll catch on a bad day. I don't know what your bad day is. When I was in North Carolina fishing, North Carolina, Florida, Georgia, all that, my bad days were like maybe five to ten fish. It's a bad day, and that's because nothing was biting. Up here, three fish is a good day. Like, yeah. especially largemouth, three fish is awesome. Yeah. So, bad day is four there. hours with nothing to show for it. Yeah. Yes. I mean, you, you have those days here, too, because of, like, where I live is so pressured. But you, we usually, yeah. I've got a few of those spots tucked away where if you just want to go catch something, you can, you can go wear it out. But sure, I definitely don't, I, you couldn't talk me into moving probably north of Kentucky unless it's yeah. like Western, like Montana. Eh, yeah, I, I mean, it snows there a lot. That's what I'm excited about. <laughs> snow? Yeah, See, J- Jimmy's never seen snow. Hey, don't, yes, I have. <laughs> I spent it's time in Colorado. <laughs> that ain't fun, man. All snow is is white rain that makes everything harder to do. Yeah, <laughs> that's no. all it is. <laughs> There's zero benefit to it whatsoever. <laughs> and my wife wants to take pictures outside when it snows, and that makes it even worse. That means I have to put <laughs> shoes and socks on when I'm not at work. So, I mean, do you want to build a snowman? Yes, yeah, I don't want to hear that song ever again. <laughs> That song can die in a fire. I hate Frozen. I hate a whole series of it. Oh, dude. This thumbnail for this episode is going to be Brad and something from that movie. Uh, I don't care. You guys can Photoshop my head on whatever. (laughs) I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to post it. (laughs) All right. So uh, with the relaunch, you guys started making your own... uh, or not making them, but you've been painting your own custom uh, crankbaits and jerkbaits, right? 
At Midway USA, we know the AR-15 is one of the most popular rifles in modern American history. Known for its modularity and widespread use, it's often considered essential to any gun collection. The essential things you need to run an AR-15 are usually always in stock during shortages, things like magazines and 5.56 ammo. Whether you're looking to buy a new AR-15 or buy parts for your modern sporting rifle, log on and for just about everything for the outdoors, shop MidwayUSA.com. Right. Yeah, so we, we just, we've got a lot of hard plastics. We've got uh, Whopper Ploppers, we've got Lipless, we've got Square Bills, we've got Deep Dives. Uh, we've got quite a few different things, and uh, we do have a couple of color schemes that we're trying to stick to, but we're also open to, we've had a couple of people reach out to us and ask us if we can do custom colors, mm-hmm. send us a picture of it, uh, see if we can maybe oblige them. We have uh, one gentleman that he is fixing to fish a lot of tournaments. He says, I want this color right here. Can you do it? We said, yeah, no problem. Uh, you know, just give us a heads up. These are hand painted. These aren't like we just order them this way and then ship them to you. You know, we get these blanks, we paint them, ship them out. But uh, yeah, it's uh, it's it's because it's an undertake. It's something to learn. I'm gonna tell you that right now. Mm-hmm. We've run into a couple of issues. You know, trying to to paint them. We've had a couple of reactions, but you know, the growing process. But I'm gonna tell you what, they they turned out to look really really well. I don't and think you guys have those on the website yet either, right? They, they weren't when I no, looked. No, yeah, they're not on there yet. So basically, what it is, how John explained it yesterday. Uh, like Kent said, we're going to try to stick to one between one to three like base colors. That'll be like, especially if they get into a store anywhere that they'll be able to stock the shelves. Right. And then if you want, let's say like in your, where your area is, and there's a color that works perfect. And on that Northern Alabama, Tennessee fishing, and you want that color, we don't offer it on the website. You can have an option where you can like upload a picture or something. And then if we can, as long as we can get it painted, it'll get painted and we'll send it out to you. So that it really opens up the market to where, you know, let's say you, let's say like me and Brad, if we're fishing the great Miami and we see a, a tide note, a new crawl. Cause I think, was it last year, Brad? I think we talked about it when they found blue crawls in Ohio again. Yeah. I think I remember that. Yeah. So like, let's say, let's say you mean him wanted a blue crawl pattern on a, on a, you know, square bill. I, I don't, I haven't seen ever a blue crawl pattern on a square bill. I mean, you have your like soft plastics that'll have your, you know, your blue uh, claws but that's about it mm-hmm. but let's say we wanted that on a square bill you could go into the website and do that so it's kind of just getting finalized to where making sure you know all the t's are crossed and i's are dotted so when people go onto it to do their customs or request them that they can oblige for it so pretty sweet is the uh, custom baits or is that going to be like a little bit more pricier uh, yeah, I believe so. If if it is, I don't know if it would be that much more, but mm-hmm. yeah, just because, uh, you know, once we get the flow, like I think one of the colors right now is called the Midnight Hunter. Mm-hmm. And um, I think he showed you that one yesterday. It's that real black. It's got like the gray stripes in it with the, with the gold dot. Um, he's, we've got that down where we can, we can get those painted pretty good, pretty quick. Um, but we're still working on a couple of other, couple of other color schemes we've got yep. with, uh, Ooh, yeah, man. that right there's the, yeah, it's I awesome. I like that. And the joy yeah, of that's that the bait. Hunter. So when I first got that bait, I didn't talk to John or anything about it. And I was throwing it a little bit and I was under the obsession, uh, impression it was a wake bait because of how that bill. Yeah. It almost, looks like a wake. It does. Right. And that bill, when you get in your hands, you look at it a little bit more and that bill is not straight down like a wake. It's a little bit angled. Mm-hmm. So it's a real shallow diver. It's almost yeah. awake to where you'll see the wake on the surface, but it goes 
you know, six inches below the surface. So it's like right in that strike zone type of area. So you can kind of hit best of both worlds, top water and, you know, a reaction bait. Um, but yeah, that color with the type of, uh, uh, finish they're putting on them when it's underwater and especially when the sun hits it or any type of light hits it, it glints and like it just, it shines and has like a, almost a space effect or a glitter effect to it. Mm-hmm. So, and you can see that through the top of the water to the side of it and you can see it displacing light off of it. So yeah, it's That's cool. It's awesome. Like it. yeah. yeah. And I think from talking so, to John, uh, the, the customs are going to be, they're going to be a little bit more, like you said, a little pricier, but if you look at like your custom crankbaits, you know, you see them and they'll go for anywhere from 20 to $35 a pop. Mm-hmm. They're the, the top, the, the price range I was talking to John when he was talking to me about it and first brought it up because it's not finalized, but the price range he was talking was between, I think he said between 12 and 14 bucks yeah. for hand painted crankbait, which is, I mean, I have hand cranked, uh, yeah, I have hand cranked, hand painted crankbaits and it was $22 per. And, you know, they look good because they're hand painted. They look awesome. But it's it's $22 per and it's, you know, so you're already looking at just like everything else on the website. It's a steal on anything you're buying. You're saving money compared to the direct competition. So, yeah. How's the uh, how's the process of painting these? So is it like extensive, tough to do? So- so the uh, the painting is actually more John's area. I'll be honest with you. He's the one that really is boots on the ground with this stuff. Um, he he would be able to tell you more. But from what I gather, he's able to turn them around fairly quickly. Uh, you know, he lays down a nice base coat. Uh, he'll put the pattern in and then come over it with a nice epoxy. And then he'll put glue the eyes on. Throw, uh, I think he'd throw in number twos or three treble hooks on. And mm-hmm. uh, and then he's done. So he's he's able to turn around fairly quickly. He's he's getting pretty good at it. Uh, that's the one thing I haven't been able to go over and help him with yet. But because he's kind of doing it out of his garage right now, so mm-hmm. um, so that that's more his area. I wish he was here. He's also our our numbers guy. He's very obsessed with numbers, so he could give you yeah. probably down to the penny exactly what he's got in him. Uh, he's a he's a very very analytical guy. If you didn't pick up on that <laughs> yesterday. Yeah, yeah, he's like the, he's like the rain man of fishing <laughs> right. when it comes to like the finance <laughs> side of it. I mean, he's it's like every every time we go and we're talking about new product and stuff, we'll have these little meetings and stuff and there'll be like spreadsheets and stuff. And I'm looking at him like, man, this is <laughs> this is in depth. Like, I need to <laughs> or something. I mean, Brad, we, we lived together when I was in college. I did not do well. <laughs> I did. <four laughs> Matt Matt's sitting here like, man. I'm a crayon eater. Crayon eater. Come on, dude. Yeah, I was, I was boots on the ground. I was a line. I was a grunt. That's all I know. I don't know numbers. Now I know numbers and other things, but that doesn't apply here anymore. But yeah, it's just like, but I mean, it, it comes out and I, it, it's funny coming into this because I've never had any aspirations to start my own company, which it feels like everyone joy of quarantine, everyone's starting their own business, but seeing that side of it, especially from, I like to call, I like to call the one five three is like the, uh, the apple of fishing because you know they started in a garage and they're pretty much the same thing where they're running out of a garage running out of people's are you know the homes and doing personal drops like i've got guys at work who order the pt33s the paddle tail 33s which are kind of like the kitech fat uh swing impacts and you know john or kent will bring them into the store and give them to them they'll meet up with people in the area who's ordering them um and get them their orders so yeah, I mean it's 
it's crazy how much is going into it. And it's awesome to see that side, especially from a local, uh, local company. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I like it. I like your guys' whole model, especially after talking to you guys. It, it was fun. I, I always seem to like the local made stuff more. I, I do too. I, it's just like, you know, we've had shops pop up around here, like kayak shops and stuff. And, you know, I'll go in there and they're always asking like, you know, what direction should we go? We want to carry a little bit of everything. And like I told one of the shops, you know, a little south of me, I was like, don't even carry anything like name brand, like high end. Like mm-hmm. I was like, you live in an area full of custom stuff. Just call all those guys. They'll be glad to put it in your store. Yep. And it's, yeah. I don't know. That's, and I mean, in a way that's how you find out about them. But at the same time, you don't see a lot of the local companies like go like national. And as much as I do, I also don't appreciate that. Mm-hmm, like sure. like those jigs I was telling you about last week, mm-hmm. I'm glad they don't sell them to y'all because it's just an advantage, I feel like, <laughs> for me. But yeah. at the same time, I'd love for everybody to get a chance to check them out. Sure. Yeah, yeah I know I mean, what you mean. I, I kind of had the same I had the same pro- thought process. So, like, down in for the backstory of how I, I'm the same way. I like local. If I can go local, I always will. And down on Camp Lejeune, there was a dude, like, in the the – backwoods of north carolina jacksonville north carolina who had a trailer who had i'm I'm not even joking he had strike kings back to the 80s he had he was a mega he was the largest mega bass dealer on the east coast and i'm not even joking he had every mega bass lure vision 110 pluses the juniors the japanese only colors he had everything uh and he had like every jackal direct from japan and it was crazy i love shopping from him because he was a small company but my thought process going into Gander, same way as like, I hate, I don't, I'm not a huge fan of shopping big box stores, but I can't help it, which is why I'm trying to mm-hmm. bring a lot of local companies, a lot of smaller companies, you know, not just, I'd love to get one five, three in there. Cause they're a local company and just, you know, let them, you know, let more people see them. There's another company out of Indiana that I'm trying to get in there. Just try to make it kind of the best of both worlds of what, you know, you were saying, Jenny is that get the local mom and pops in with the big dogs so everyone has a fair competition, mm-hmm. you know, and people aren't just stuck and saying, oh, well, let's see what Strike King has for, you know, $7 a bag for $1 a piece bait. Let's see what I can get. Same thing with, you know, I equate it to ammo. They, they corner the market so they can charge right now. They can charge a dollar for a five, five, six round because yeah. just how it is. So right. try to break that market up a little bit because they've been up at the top a little bit too long. Yeah, I agree with that. Definitely. So this is a idea for a different show, but like the subscription boxes, I was, I have that as a show idea, Jimmy, but um, I don't know if you guys ever heard of dark horse tackle or not. We talked with uh, the guy from tackle talk podcast last weekend and he's uh, he's uh, sponsored by them. Well, they take uh, a bunch of custom lure makers and local guys and they stick them in a subscription box, like a mystery tackle box. I think that would fit you guys. That's actually yeah, that, I, that see. Would... I didn't. I meant to ask about that last week, and I didn't. Yeah, I we didn't cover it. over it much, but yeah, I, I I I could see your guys' baits being featured in one of those boxes. That'd be sick. Okay, that you got would a pen. be really cool, actually. You got a pen, Kent, because the the not. boom boom brain's gonna forget. Let's see if Stacy's got something. <laughs> yeah, I think all you have to do is reach stuff. out to those guys, and then uh, it, it's 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 a process. I don't know exactly, but it's yeah, a cool concept. I, that's a yeah, it's a really yeah, cool concept because it, it gets local brands out there. 
instead of just going through because like I had a mystery tackle box subscription and I had a lucky tackle box subscription and I had a monster bass subscription and I was getting like trial packs of soft plastics yeah. and the soft plastic sucked anyway. And I was yeah. like, this is stupid. Like, <laughs> well, why, am I spending, why am I spending $17 a month for this? This is dumb. Yeah. It's cool. I, I, I got a glimpse into some of these boxes though. And it, there was a uh, one box that had something from Indiana, some guy that made a uh, custom crankbaits and in the same box, it had a uh, big Joshi swim baits. And for Whoa. those of you who don't know, that's a custom uh, swim bait lure maker here in Columbus. Yeah, and I've there, tried it's to like get a some, cult following in Ohio. Yeah, I've tried to get some He's... big Joshies in the store, and I've talked to him word for word. I don't want to go into big box stores, so that's awesome. Yeah, <laughs> that was that's a really good idea, man. I appreciate you bringing that up. Yeah, he'll I, take sixty-two uh, percent. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want anything, man. I just how about I just some, I just how about some free Ned sticks and chatterbait? About the best I can do at this point. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say we'll get you the quake. Which keep your eyes out on the website for the quake because the new chatterbait style bait, the bladed jig. It's Brad saw it last night. Um, if you want to see it, you just go to one five three's Facebook and look at the live stream from yesterday. But the quake is nice. It's fantastic. Yeah, yeah this we'll one's this one's really too. good. This one's really good. It's it should be coming out pretty soon. I'm not sure when he's gonna put that on there. You got a picture of that yeah. one too, Brad? Uh, uh, not at the moment. I might. I might have a picture of that. Give me a but, second. Uh, peruse through my files. That brings up another point. Are you, you guys are going to start hand tying stuff too, right? Yeah, we've yeah. already started hand tying. Uh, we do have, I believe, pardon me, uh, three different, no, four different skirts I can think of off the top of my head. We got the Tennessee Sexy Shad, which is like the white with the silver uh, mm. skirt. We have like the what we call the bluegill, which is like a little orange, blue, green kind of color. Uh, we got the black and blue, and then we have the purple and black that Matt's wife so lovingly named the Hocus Pocus skirt. Hocus <laughs> Pocus. Right, I'm gonna send you this picture because my backdrop's acting stupid. Yeah, check it out. I'll pull it up here in a second, and then I'll show you, Jimmy. Heck yeah, that was, I like I like hand tied ideas. Would that be something that y'all would? do custom too like if somebody reached out and was like hey i want some bama crawl hand-tied jig Ooh, yeah that's the bluegill and john all tested that from oki he caught the first fish of florida on that one right there with the was it the three eight or the three three or no kent not john (laughs) he's like give me some credit (laughs) (laughs) well you're so rude to me all right no, yeah, we uh, when we when we landed in Florida, before we got to the hotel, we're like, hey, we went to Walmart since we didn't want to fly with uh, fishing rods. Went to Walmart, we packed a couple reels, bought a couple cheap fishing poles at Walmart, threw our reels on, and just Google mapped little ponds in Florida on our way to the hotel. We stopped at um, at a golf course, like an old retirement community golf course, and started fishing their ponds. And uh, I got smacked on that bluegill quake it was it was awesome man <laughs> i think i think i had the yo yo bug trailing on that or one of the paddle toes i can't remember trailing on, on that and on he, this one he freaking ate it yeah that one right yeah. there yeah I'm pretty that sure like paddle it's the paddle toe yeah paddle i'm pretty toe, sure yeah. you had the the pro or the pro blue red pearl paddle tail the three eight on the back of that bad boy yeah, yeah i like the head one. i like the head on these uh chatterbaits 
Is that one side of that flat? Yep. Yeah. So yeah. it's the same. It's the same head as the uh, the Reaper jig. So which is the the jig that is like the utility jig because we offer the well the Reaper jig, the swim Reaper jig, and then the Quake. And the Quake is the yep. Reaper jig. With, with a, a chatter with a, added to it. Yep, with a with a blade added to it. With a I can't remember what size blade it is, but a blade added to it. So you can actually take that and instead of just swimming it, you can like John was saying when he was down there, he was jigging it right off the weed lines, throwing out mm-hmm. there and just pulling it up. And bass were coming out those weeds and hitting it because that blade was going so fast and so hard in the water. So I gotcha. That's cool. Pretty sweet. Yeah, you can I, you can literally see the tip of your pole just. I mean, nonstop. And I was like, man, you can feel it hard. It swims so nice. And that's the that's the one thing that kind of Z-Man's, like, don't get me wrong, the Z-Man chatterbaits are fantastic. But when they first came out, I remember they were awesome. Like, every single one you got, every single time was tuned perfectly. The blade started up every single time. And now, unless you're buying a jackhammer, unless you're spending 16 bucks for a jackhammer, sometimes yeah. those blades aren't turn on quicker like you have to get halfway through your tree for that blade engages so you're missing you know 10 to 15 yards of retrieve mm-hmm. and the blade's not even going yet you know what i mean yeah. so i don't know if you saw this post in kbf's group or not jimmy but somebody was posting about the uh jackhammer or the project z where they said uh it was built wrong and then no, he took they, a picture of it Did you see it that? the jack the jackhammers they were putting the clips on backwards whoever yeah. was assembling oh. them was putting the clips on in reverse which would i mean it worked but i'm sure that it's going to change how much it lets the blade pitch yeah but it's, I, it's, it's it's a quality thing but honestly it could be like a new guy like you know yeah <laughs> it could yeah it yeah. could be a new guy but it could be just like mass manufacturing all these things at once you know yeah like a local it, company probably would have caught that is what right. i'm getting at I, I always joke around and say when something like that comes to light with a bigger company that it was that person's last day because <laughs> they were just like, whatever. Yeah, I want my eight hours and I'm going to go home. <laughs> whether, they, whether they wanted it to be or not, it was their last yeah. day, I guarantee you. That's that. right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, going back to the quake bait, I, what I find interesting is the, the way that the blade actually connects to the head, which I know... Z-Man has their patent on the way they have it. You can't yeah. you can't do it the same way, but you guys seem to have gotten it to where uh, there's an eyelet on the head and then it's a split ring that's connected to something on the blade, right? This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecovis store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovis.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. 
They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Yeah, yeah, just split ring right through the through the blade, and you can you can detach it obviously if you want, mm-hmm. and just run it without. We actually had the guide that was in Florida. He was swimming it with the quake with the blade on there, and he's like, "Well, yeah, I'm gonna try something," and he just took the blade off real quick, swam it just like a swim jig, and he got hit on it as well. He's like, man, they work either way. So I was like, yeah. That's a good idea. Yeah. I think about that. Yeah. Come on, I'm going to have to spend too much money. Like, <laughs> I just I just want to try it all. But here's the thing. You. You'll spend, you might spend a lot of money, but you'll get a lot more bang for your buck. That's yeah. true. There's the plus. Yeah. So that brings up a, a good point, too, taking off these uh, blade baits and stuff. Um do you guys offer different color blades? Right now, I think we only have the silver blade. Okay. But he he had talked to me yesterday about venturing out because we're also going to look into doing some spinner bait. Mm-hmm. I think we spoke to you yesterday about that. We're looking into getting some spinner bait, and he was asking me. We were talking about uh, you know getting what color blades we want to get. Do we want to get into this? You know, which I obviously think we need to just to add that to our arsenal to be competitive. Uh, but right now, I believe as far as the chatter goes or the quake goes, the blade, I think we only run it in silver right now. But we're looking to expand that. Awesome. Yeah. I, I know uh, I like the black bl- blade personally, but. Yeah. Something I've always wanted to see more of is more gold blades on chatter yeah. baits. Yeah. And I was going to say the uh, his bluegill bait that I just showed a few minutes ago, uh, I've used the Z-Man version of that, not almost not the same color but they're similar it had a a gold blade gold blade on it and i've always done well on it yeah i i I don't know why it's been like this year i've paid more attention to that Mm -hmm. and i i just feel like i've had more luck with gold colored blade not just on like blade baits but like spinner baits you know instead of it being like two stainless willows do you know like one and one and i don't know it just could be different for my area but no i've I've heard that too. There's a guy up here. He he fishes uh on his uh spinner baits. He'll put one silver willow, and then the Colorado up front will be red. Something yeah, like that. That's something that I uh, took away from Jacob Wheeler. Yeah, from his ascents was that because I found uh, I think it's a Strike King. I could not tell you, but I found one that's got like a safety orange Colorado on it, mm-hmm. and I wish the bait performed better because the color definitely gets more attraction but the bait doesn't seem to hold up Hmm. but that that fire or uh, not fire but the safety orange on it just offsets everything real well yeah Yeah, that's what i've heard it's funny you mentioned that because i it was i think it was two weeks ago it might have been something jake like wheeler was doing in an interview or something but he was talking about the reason that he throws a red blade up front is because it's what the bass keys in on yeah hitting farther up in the bait because he, he even said in that in that interview, he's like, yeah, some, most of the time I'm not even running a trailer hook. So I have that red willow or that red Colorado, I mean, farther up. If I have that red Colorado, they're hitting that bait square and right. I'm not getting short striked on it, which I found that was like interesting. That's changed like all my war eagles uh, all now have a various different colors of Colorado blades that mm-hmm. I have picked away from like crawler rigs and walleye rigs from around the store because they come in like stupid colors. So. Yeah. Like I've got a bait fish one that's like rainbow. Like I don't I'm just trying everything. <laughs> yeah, I've debated on taking apart my uh Terminator spinner baits, but 
they're kind of expensive and I'm afraid I won't get it back yes. together. <laughs> yeah. I like that you talked about keying in on the bait, like a fish keen on the bait. Cause I've always heard th- this might be a good idea for you guys too. Uh, on crankbaits. I've heard of guys flipping the crankbaits under and putting a red dot Sharpie on the belly and the fish yeah, will key in on that. You'll get better hookups that way. Uh, something else uh, I picked up from the tactical bat- bassing guys was a red front treble. Just mm-hmm. because it attracts yeah. them to the same for the same reason, I've done that on square bills because I've I've That's never got idea. really into the whole like a lot of old guys used to tell me like blood red, uh, Texas rig hook you know like wide yeah. gap. I never really got too into that. I didn't think it really mattered, but the the red front hook on crankbaits seemed to seemed to help. Yeah, I mean, you get into same. that whole keep it the same size and crap, but and what we yeah. might be able to do is is get in some red trebles or even with the custom painting options you know have that to be an option do you want a red dot on the belly or hey do you want a red treble hook in the front uh you know that that'd be something that we could do i'm sure no problem just you know get some of them in and and be able to you know customize it to exactly what they want at a reasonable price yeah see guys this is exactly why you look at local baits man because they offer stuff that the big box stores can't and it's awesome we'll give you what you want (laughs) yeah i think think the best thing about smaller local companies is literally what ken's saying right now you know you brought up a good idea which that is me and jimmy watched the same tactical bass and youtube uh video on that because (laughs) a lot of my crankbaits and a lot of my jerk baits all have a red treble somewhere like my jerks are all in the middle my cranks Mm -hmm. are on the front and it's because i i don't know i've become like a little i don't know biologist those last two years just learning like how small mouth and large mouth react to bait so they always key like large mouth will always try to key on the head when they mm-hmm. attack something unless they're coming up from underneath it because that's when you get your short strikes but if they're like hitting something they'll try their best to hit it from the side of the head that's why you get a bunch of like you know foul hooks on jerk baits because they're slapping that bait trying to knock it out before they engulf it mm-hmm. and uh so yeah you're putting that little that little red treble hook as minimal as it is makes those largies just key it on that and they'll go for that as their target point so just like tactical bassing guy says you put it at the front of the hook they're gonna hit the head almost every single time your hookups are gonna go through the roof that 100 that's interesting man but yeah you bring this stuff up and we're talking about it and kent's like oh yeah we can definitely definitely look into getting that that's the joy of local companies right there because you can email strike king and their 40 second ai computer bot will say thank you for talking to us <laughs> We'll and then they'll never it. say it'll, anything else. It'll never <laughs> happen, ever. Yeah, we're, yeah. we're not a stamp-it-out operation, man. That's, I mean, we don't just have a machine painting all this stuff for us, and then we just yeah. ship it to you. And be like, okay, that's what you get. Sorry about your luck. That's all we offer. You know, We, we want to make sure that people are actually fishing what they want to fish and not just what they have to settle for. Yeah. You know, stuff, we man. didn't. We didn't hit on it. You said, you know, you're y'all are doing the painting yourself. Uh, can you talk about like what blanks you're using for certain things? Like you said, you have. Are y'all using actual whopper plopper, or did you just call a prop bait a whopper plopper? Um. So this is actually one of the blanks right here. I just happen to have one here. <laughs> um. I'm. I bought this. Honest to God, I bought this off of Amazon just to just to try it out. Will we continue to buy them from Amazon? No. Uh, we're going to look at getting into somebody that supplies these on a much, you know, more production scale, like a wholesale scale, you know, to buy them just off Amazon. But we just wanted to buy this to 
paint it with our color scheme to see how it would perform. We took it down to Okeechobee, but it was so windy. We didn't fish anything top water. So, I mean, we're just buying blanks like this. Um, John, I'm not, John is, he's our analytics guy. Um, he actually bought all the blanks. I'm not exactly sure where he got them. Um, so I can't really tell you specifically, but that's more or less what they look like right there. Yeah, it's kind of the same process that we're going to be looking at for the Whopper Ploppers. Is he? It's we're getting the blanks pre-made, a clear blank um, from right. a wholesaler. Find the blanks and then putting our own. That uh, right now, the Whopper Ploppers. The only thing, like he said, he wanted to try it out because uh, Kent has fallen in love with top water the last three <laughs> or four months. Yeah, it all started with it's a so jitterbug. No, it all started started with a chopo. That's what it started with. Oh yeah. Chopo. The Chapo, the Berkeley Chapo. As much as I hate, so much. As much as I hate those baits, that's what it started with. Hey, I actually haven't used the Chapo, which is it I have, sucks. I have, and I have not noticed any difference between that and the Whopper Plopper. And there's like a ten ten dollar difference between the two. Right. Other than the incredible I the body. Matt Matt was like, "Why are you fishing that? That's stupid." I said, "Well, if your store would carry Whopper Ploppers, I'd buy one." Well, they finally got them in. Whopper Ploppers. I just didn't have them. Well. The 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 reason why I got away from the Whopper Plopper is because the the ninety size the whole body tends to move. Yeah, it's not and just the ninety. It's, uh, it's not. Okay, no, so I, have, do. I, have, I have the one seventy from, and surprisingly, I catch largemouth on that all the time. But I have the one seventy, and that body will roll. Yeah, huh. yeah. yeah well, the Chapo doesn't level. do that. I've tried that too, and I just can't get it to work. I don't know what the deal is, but the Chapo doesn't do that. The other thing I like about the Chapo is it it spits louder. It has the pla- the tail is hard plastic instead of rubber. I I don't know. That's just me though. Yeah, I mean, we can all be wrong sometimes. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> he got so mad good. when I caught a fish on that Chapo though. He I didn't get mad. So I mad. just said you got lucky. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've caught so many fish on the Chapo. I've caught so many fish on the Whopper Plopper. I. They're the same bait, pretty much. I'm just afraid of change. That's all. Yeah. We should. That's a show idea. We need to get somebody from Berkeley and somebody from River to Sea to like just duke it out about them. Oh, that'd be on awesome. the show. Just start asking questions. Why is yours better than the Wobber Plobber? Then we'll get yeah. we'll get Z Man and Strike King to do the Thunder Cricket versus the Jackhammer. That's not. That's uh, gonna be. That's the Strike King guy just saying. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Chuck. <laughs> Just like the power bait, you get him next to him and be like, all right, yeah, so why is the Picasso better? It's not. We tried. Uh, it's not good. <laughs> well, we're winding down. Jim, you got anything else? One more thing. I was looking in the terminal tackle. and uh, Oh, yeah, that's right. I'm a drop shot guy, and uh-huh. the drop shot hook interests me. So, yeah, probably not much to talk about, but if you want to talk about it a little bit. So we, I'll talk about the terminal tackle as a whole, more or less, because uh, this is one. I will be honest with you, my expertise dwindles when it comes to the actual tackle. Matt is uh, kind of our go-to guy when it when it comes to this. this is why he's uh, with us because you know when we come to something that we really aren't super well versed in, uh, we ask him, you know, hey, listen, can you lend us on this? But uh, what we used was uh, what we used primarily in Florida. Uh, it's not the drop shot, but what we used primarily in Florida was the uh, weighted swim hook, mm-hmm. and it w- it performed fantastically. It's the first time I'd ever used it, believe it or not. Um, we we took them uh, them what we called fat heads, which is like the fatter version of the paddle tail, 
and we'd hook them on those weighted swim swim hooks, and they absolutely swam through the reeds and all that. We fished nothing but grass, heavy, heavy grass down there, and it, it, it was awesome. I was very, very impressed. Uh, as far as the drop shot hooks, I knew that we got them in. I have not personally been able to fish them yet uh, because I, I don't drop shot a lot. Personally, that's why we kind of asked Matt, like, hey, what do you think? Because I'm not a big drop shot fisherman. Uh, so Matt could probably elaborate a little more on that, truthfully. Yeah, so drop shotting is a uh, is a technique that is near and dear to my heart as well as I hate it because I hate fishing slow. But it catches fish, especially like I've been up to Erie and I've caught a couple, I've caught two seven plus pound smallmouth on drop shots just because it's easy to do. But the Razor series that all the terminal hooks are at, so you have your EWG offsets, the drop shots. I'm pretty sure the the extra heavy flipping hooks, which is more of a traditional old school flipping hook, you don't have your bait keeper, so it's relying on you to tie your snell knot and then to use your tag in from the fluorocarbon or your, you know, whatever you're using as for your uh, bait keeper. And then the uh, swim bait hook, weighted and unweighted, they're incredibly sticky. So I would I would compare them to, and all, like the drop shots, for instance, I have one of those tied on, and it's very comparable to, like, the owner drop shots from a couple years ago. Because the owners now, they're still fantastic, it's owner hooks, but they're not as sticky as they used to be. But these hooks are incredibly sticky to the point to where you're getting, you know, your side swipes and stuff and you're going to get some type of hookup on it. Um, same thing with the EWGs, the, the EWG offsets. Incredibly sharp and sticky hooks right out the pack. They hold their uh, edge really well. That's one thing about hooks I'm not a huge fan of. Like Gamagatsu, for instance. I love Gamagatsu hooks, uh, but they, they'll tend to lose their edge after a while. I haven't had an issue with any of these razors at all. I, I compare them to them holding their edge kind of like trocars. So, yeah, they're fantastic hooks. I mean, they're they're awesome. And especially, again, it's the same thing as always. The price point that you're getting at is just incredible. Yeah, it's uh, looking at the EWG's uh, six-pack for $369. So. Oh, that's a good deal. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm a Gamakatsu guy. I buy them the 25 at a time, and it's – I can't even remember how much the 25-packs are of them. They're – not cheap. Nineteen eighty-five. Yep, I knew it was up <laughs> close to twenty bucks. Yep, nineteen eighty-five for a twenty-five or a twenty. I think it's twenty-five pack of the Gamagatsu's, the EWG hooks, which again are great hooks. But you're looking at you can get six for three seventy. That's so. My my whole thing with hooks is it's not about the brand. If I can find some that are sticky and that won't bend, mm-hmm. you mean I'm in. I don't care who makes them. Like, yep. <laughs> seeing your price on them, I'll try them out. If they're super sticky and I can't bend it, then you know, I'll buy them as long as you sell them. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. Again, I'll let you. <laughs> <laughs> We're not going to stop you. No. I like it. Well, I think that was it for tonight. Cool. Right, Jimmy? Yeah. I think we covered Sweet. it. Sweet. Uh, I'll, I'll open the floor up to you guys to thank anybody you'd like to thank. Uh, sponsors or um, website, 513 website, Facebook, all that stuff. You can start with Kent. Yeah, so um, Instagram, Facebook, we are at the 153 Baits uh, website. You can either go to the 153baits.com or the 153anglers.com. It'll take you to the same place. Uh, everything that we talked about tonight should be on sale there, save, I believe, the hard plastics. Uh, we got merchandise there as well uh, that's going to be relaunching. Also, um, 
Uh, want to give a huge shout out to John Workman, who couldn't be here tonight, the co-owner of 153 Base. I know he wanted to be. He was preoccupied. Uh, he really was the brain behind all this, um, and he he just more or less brought me along for the ride. Uh, he knows a lot more about fishing. Now, he's the one that actually, him and Matt got me into soft plastics and fishing artificial. I've always fished live bait, so a mm-hmm. uh, huge shout out to him as well. Uh, big thank you to to Matt, who has helped this get off the ground as well as Nick Lambert. Um, Nick Lambert is our other pro staff guy. He's done a, a phenomenal job helping us out as well. Uh, and I want to thank you guys for having us on so we can get our product out there, man. I appreciate it. Thank you. Matt, your turn. Yeah, so uh, my only sponsor, well, of the two, I've got a couple of ones, but they don't need to be shouted out right now. Um, 153, definitely, I mean, thank them for all the opportunities of really, you know, letting me come along the ride. Same thing, I've, I've talked multiple times to different people. It's kind of, uh, I never thought I'd get a chance to even have a foot in the door to work in the industry, quote unquote. So working with a bait company, helping them, you know, especially a local company where you actually get a, you know, you're talking to them, not just saying, Hey, this would be great. And then you're talking to your pro staff guy via an email and he's like, Oh yeah, that's awesome. Same thing as earlier. Nothing mm-hmm. ever happens. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's, that's awesome. I want to, I want to thank them for letting me it's kind of the same thing. John opened the bus door and I got on and I haven't got off yet. And hopefully <laughs> that bus will turn into a motor home and that motor home will turn into a, fifth wheel that we just do, cruise cruising the sunset so. with and then you know <laughs> a new you know uh old town uh what the sportsman's that would yeah. be great <laughs> that. um yeah. but yeah i want to i want to thank biome power they're one of my sponsors great batteries check them out on instagram facebook and their website biomepower.com and one thing i did forget when we were talking about the quakes i know if you go on the website right now to the reaper jig it gives you the option to add the blade to it so those are technically already up there. They're not standalone, but you go to the Reaper jigs, you can add that quake blade. Um, but keep an eye out, especially for all the northern anglers who love fishing smallmouth and can't throw, not can't, but don't like to throw chatterbaits because they're so big. We're going to be bringing a super compact, smaller, smallmouth style uh, quake out. So, Ooh. yeah, we're talking very small. So I'm excited. I was. We literally talked about that last week, Brad. Yep. <laughs> yep. So we're we're definitely and I I got the original idea. Hey, I love throwing chatterbaits and fishing a lot of the GMR and Great Miami, Little Miami. I mean, you can throw them, but you're not going to get hit that often. But I mm-hmm. love throwing little baby jigs with a small trailer on the back of them because smallmouth will hit it, and they're just fun to catch that way. And uh, me and Brad were talking last time we were out, and he's like, "Yeah, I, I love chatterbaits. I just don't throw them that often because they're just so big." And right just when he said in the that, river, I, was, I, I do yeah. on the lake. Yeah, but in the river for smallies and stuff, they're yeah. just it's a huge bait. And right when he said that, I was like, hmm, there's an idea because I've never seen a small, very small, compact bladed bait. So yeah. keep an eye out. Hopefully here soon. Heck yeah. Hey, do you wanna do you wanna throw your code out as well, bud, for people to get a discount if they oh, want yeah. stuff? So yeah, if you go to the uh, website, Jimmy, you already have a cart, so you can throw this in there. If you go to the website and the end it's gonna ask for a promo code or anything, you can put uh all caps the one five three MS ten and that's gonna get you ten percent off your order. And that's so that's my personal code. You can check me out on Matt Fishing on Instagram at Matt Fishing or Matt Souders Fishing and uh come on by, help me grow the grow it, and then you can also see some new stuff's coming out from one five three on their Instagram as well. Sweet. Sweet. Well, uh, thanks guys for coming on the show again. I had a lot of fun talking to you guys. Uh, oh, it was a blast. Yeah. Man, thanks for having us. 
And uh, yeah, we'll wrap this up here. Uh, Listeners, we'll see you guys next week. Have a good weekend. Peace. Thanks for tuning in to another killer episode on Paddle in Finn. Don't forget to go check out our website at Paddle, the letter N, and Finn.com. Don't forget to check out the YouTube channel at Paddle and Finn. If you got a question, comment, want to hear from a future guest on a future episode, feel free to email us at Paddle, the letter N, and Finn at gmail.com. Don't forget to follow us on social media at Paddle and Finn on Facebook and Instagram. Shout out to our show supporters, Angler. The Angler button and app just makes for a better time on the water and creates a virtual logbook for every fishing outing out on the water. Shout out to Rocktown Adventures, located in northern Illinois, for all your kayaking, camping, and hiking needs. TRC Covers, protect your investment. Catch Products, shout out to Catch Products. Go to catchproducts.com and put the Paddle in Fin logo directly on your catch board. Shout out to Jigmasters Jigs. When in doubt, get the jig out. Go to jigmasters.com, use promo code PNF20, and save 20 20% on all your jig and tackle needs. A life that has the stories to back it. A life to be proud of. It's a Winchester life. Yeah, baby. 6-8 Western. Oh, I'll be over there, baby. Right there. Tune in every Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV. I'm Will Cooper, host of Hunt Stand's Make Your Mark podcast. If you haven't already, download the free Waypoint TV app, to listen to our podcast and watch the original films from Hunt Stand Presents anywhere, anytime, and on any device.